Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. Hello and welcome to the show tonight. I think we're in for a delightful conversation. The topic tonight is unlocking the ancient secrets to healing. And our guest tonight is Gail Lynn. We're going to bring Gail on in just a minute. But um, I wanted to talk a little bit about stress and the the power, if you will, of stress. The curious thing about stress is it's one of the, it's a very um, perhaps unique modality in that it affects every single cell in your body. And uh, um, sometimes our mind understands what we're doing, but our body can have a reaction to it. Um, One thing that comes to mind for me is, Uh, when I'd work on television transmitters, sometimes transmitters are on top of mountains here in Colorado, and to drive up to the top of the mountain to get to the transmitter, oftentimes we go up these um, very rugged back roads where the the road is basically rock, and I mean a single rock because it's the mountain exposed. And in the wintertime, um, the grade can be steep, like uh, 16% or more. And when that gets covered with ice, we'd take these four-wheel drive trucks and and put on uh, chains and and attack the mountain, if you will. And if you if you make it almost all the way up one of these steep inclines, and then start sliding backwards. Even though you have your foot firmly on the brake, gravity has more sway, and you start sliding backwards, my mind might be able to understand that I'll be okay no matter no matter what happens in, in, in that particular situation. But my body has an intelligence. My body has an awareness that doesn't give a crap what my ego thinks. <laughs> In other words, our body can uh, induce stress on itself in, in environments that our mind thinks we have things covered, even at work, even in a perhaps an office environment where uh, perhaps it's a high-stress um, um, environment where there's a lot of... Uh, uh, expectation to produce and perhaps produce on an ongoing basis, your mind might be actually excited and thrilled with the challenge of what the job's requiring, but your body can have a completely different reaction to that and over time accumulate stress. And again, stress is such a... a, a a tough one because it affects every cell in your body. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is the the subtle nature, the the subtle ways 
that we can induce dis-ease on our persona, on our body, on, on this human vehicle that we all have. And uh, tonight's show is is really going to target that uh, with our topic tonight. So I, I think it will be evident as we discuss some of the case history, if you will, of, of what we're going to talk about tonight. And just keep that the, the, the subtle nature of how disease can introduce itself and also release itself. And um, I think we should get right to it. I think we're going to have plenty of content tonight. So again, the topic tonight is Unlocking the Ancient Secrets to Healing. And that's the name of Gail's latest book. Gail has worked in the automotive, telecommunications, and film industries. She is the proprietor of a light and sound healing center right here in Colorado in Westminster. And she is the creator of the Harmonic Egg, which has given thousands of people new hope for a quality of life they never imagined. She was first exposed to sound and light healing while working as an executive producer for a movie about Elvis Presley called Protecting the King. When Gail's doctor diagnosed her with severe cardiovascular stress at the young age of 37, caused by an accumulation of stress, there's that damn stress, from two challenging relationships and three successive, extremely competitive careers, she knew that she had to find a radical solution to her health issues. Sense of research led her into the world of frequency medicine and light and sound technologies. Determined to help others and open her own healing center, Gail simultaneously set out to uncover the ancient history and the modern science behind light and sound as healing therapies. Following a series of extraordinary synchronicities which guided her to combine light and sound technologies with sacred geometry and Tesla mathematics, she developed a revolutionary immersive resonant healing chamber called the Harmonic Egg, which is an advanced frequency healing to an unimagined level. You can learn more about this at HarmonicAgg.com. Join me in welcoming Gail to the show. Gail, welcome to the show tonight. Well, thank you for having me. So, hope everybody is doing um, well. Yeah, I, I lo- I'm kind of fond of breathing myself. Every time I, I catch <laughs> myself breathing, I'm like, holy cow, I've made it. I'm I'm still alive. I I think I like this life thing. Um, (laughs) So let's take a step back because we're going to talk about the harmonic ache and the introduction talked about it a little bit um, as a resonant healing chamber. Uh, Can you describe the ache as, uh, as, um, as it exists so when we talk about it, our audience knows 
they can have a picture, if you will, in their mind? Sure, sure. So I envisioned this through some downloads or a dream, if you will. And so it looks like a large wooden egg on a horizontal axis. If you know Mork from Ork, picture the egg that he traveled in. But this is one that you can sit and and travel, quote unquote, in on a horizontal axis. The outside of the egg is paneled. It's not smooth. And we've paneled it with 12 sides. The 12 being, you know, numerology of a three, which Nikola Tesla has stated, if we can unlock the secrets to three, six, and nine, it reveals the mysteries of the universe. There is a chair inside the egg that is positioned on a hexagon platform. And so we have the six side there. That's the number six. And then inside is quite large. It's 11 by 11 by 7 foot open. And then when you close it, it's 11 by 7 by 7. You are enclosed. Now, don't freak out, people who have claustrophobia. It's okay. It's very large. There is an escape button. If you ring a doorbell, we would come and rescue you. But you're enclosed inside with an immersive experience of sound and light. So you have the 360 of the inside of the smooth egg. And then there's also a circle using some sacred geometry again of the 360, which breaks down into the nine. So the three, six, and nine. The immersive experience is is just a beautiful way to release trauma and stress at a cellular level. So you're inside, you're listening to some beautiful music, you're reclined in a chair. And then at the end of 40 minutes of music, you have 10 minutes of complete silence. And in that silence is where the magic happens. It's where you're integrating. It's where your body is just resting. And we have so much noise pollution in our world today that we don't get the rest and the, the silence that we need to really connect, to really connect with our higher self, to connect with source, to connect with God, whatever word that you use. Um, it's just a beautiful expression of yourself in there in that silence. So that's kind of the high-level picture of the egg. Yeah, I like that. The uh, uh, I I came up to the center and experienced it myself, and, and it is it's it's a very comfortable um, experience, and I think that the um, at how um, subtle it is. I mean, it's it's not like a marching band or uh, some kind of a uh, energetic, uh, like a an X-ray is such a. It might be the polar opposite of an example, but it's it's a a moment of high freak, you know, high energy. The the egg is kind of the flip side of that, and um, I. I find what's so telling about it is that in your book you share examples of how it has um, helped clients as well as yourself um, with with health issues in in ways that perhaps weren't expected. Can you share how the egg has uh, helped yourself 
with um, issues of health? Sure. Well, as you can imagine, um, after being in automotive and then telecom and then Hollywood and then the diagnosis of the severe cardiovascular stress at age 37, I had to make some changes in my life and, uh, and, and really fast because I felt like I wouldn't have been around much longer and I'll be turning 50 this year. So, woo woo. Um, so yes, when I found sound and light therapies, I was in severe cardiovascular stress. I had migraines for 23 years. I was born with asthma, which I still suffered from the asthma. I was on a thyroid medicine. I had cystic acne. My hair was falling out. I had um, liver issues, according to all the Chinese medicine doctors. Um, that was on the verge of having a hysterectomy. And um, I was falling apart. And some of it I thought, well, you know, just with age, you start, you know, having issues. But that was ridiculous. I was 37 years old. So I found a found in a light therapy box in Arizona, and I flew there to try to save my own life. And after one weekend of sessions, literally the, the heart rate variability, which is a gold standard in diagnosing the autonomic nervous system, which is your fight or flight or your rest and digest, in simple terms, it's the two parts of your nervous system. Um, in just that couple of sessions during the weekend, that heart rate variability shows I, showed I was out of severe cardiovascular stress. Hello, I'm an engineer. How in the heck can this work? It was simple. I laid in a box, sound and light. How can this work? That's when my journey started with sound and light. And it's been, that was 2007. So 13 years I've been studying this. I continue to get downloads. Um, I have none of those issues anymore. I'm off any med that I was ever on and never had a hysterectomy. The cystic acne is gone. My hair has grown back. I mean, it was amazing. So I had to figure out how in the heck could this kind of work on the body? Right. Yeah. Well, the, you know, like I was saying in the intro, stress has uh, such a, a wholly encompassing influence on our, our, health on our body that I'm sure stress causes um, multiple complications and the the notion that you know like stress can make my liver not as efficient and and perhaps my circulation and etc and and so you with this uh, harmonic egg experience um, when you when you uh, create a space, if you will, and then allow the stress to dissipate out of your persona. I, I, I found that, uh, like, for example, some of the examples in your book, um, sometimes people would come with a particular um, symptom in mind, and yet after um, using the egg, um, it would have other effects, other positive effects that weren't perhaps expected. Can you share mm -hmm. a, perhaps a couple of examples of what your clients have experienced? Sure. Um, they're fun. I have a blast every single day. Every day it seems like I cry with my clients. It's so much fun. So uh, let's see, there is a lady that came for stress 
and for infertility at, at one point and just a lot of stress in her life. And I feel like when your body's in fight or flight and your parasympathetic and your sympathetic nervous system is not in balance, think about a little soul that wants to come into a body. Think about that soul not wanting to come into a body that's in complete chaos and stressed out. I mean, why would they want to enter that body? So I think a lot of times infertility is just a matter of an imbalance in your nervous system. You get that body in balance, and it invites that little soul to be in the body. So uh, we had a lady come in, a lot of stress, um, tooth problems, Epstein-Barr virus, um, chronic fatigue, and um, it was just interesting because she came in just desperate, had gone to every doctor she could think of. Nobody knew what was wrong with her. And because I've seen now 11,000 people in the last 13 years or so, um, it's, it's, it's not that I'm psychic, but I kind of see the patterns of what people have going on. So um, she got the Epstein-Barr test. It was off the charts high. Um, she didn't have enough energy to walk to the mailbox. And after just one session, she wanted to go running again. She thought that her life of running was over. And she started running again. I told her, I said, don't go, don't go crazy. Don't get, you know, you got to have some time for your body to rest. And, oh, no, I feel great. I ran a mile today. I'm, I ran two miles the next, you know, last week and blah, blah, blah. Well, she relapsed, you know, because you, you can't just go from nothing to a thousand percent. I try to get people to understand you have to allow the body some time to heal. And then you can get back to your life. So she kept coming to me just totally grateful. We'd cry every time she came in that she was feeling better and better and better. And then she had to get a root canal and then that flipped her upside down. And we worked with her on that. And each tooth has a meridian that it's connected to. So we were able to trace that tooth back to the organ it was connected to. We worked on that organ in the harmonic egg. And um, she is actually interviewed in the book. And she's now had a baby. She was that that's not in the book. That's that came recently. And um, she called me up and told me the story. She wasn't feeling right. She went to the doctor and the doctor said, you're pregnant. And she wanted to be pregnant, but she just couldn't believe it. She was like, no way. I, I can't get pregnant. I've been so sick. And so uh, she sent me a picture of the baby recently, and the baby had a Superman cape on. And it was so adorable. She's just forever grateful. Um, but I think just balancing your autonomic nervous system, because we have that innate intelligence in our body that when we're in balance, we can heal from anything. Most people believe that if they break a bone, it's going to heal. If they cut their skin, it's going to heal. Why not the liver, the heart, the spleen, and, and any other organ in the body? Why can't it heal? So that was a really fun story. Well, I, I, I have like another that story. Especially... Yeah, keep going, please. Oh, no. Go, yeah, I just wanted to pause for some, if you had some comments. Um, another story about a gentleman with PTSD. It's probably my favorite story, and it's how the book starts out. Um, he came to me 
really large man uh, was in a battle, a a Marine battle, where 3,000 Marines went in and 15 came out. He was one of the 15. All of the gentlemen that had come out are passed now. They all weighed between three and 500 pounds, 300 and 500 pounds, and including himself. And when he came to me, um, he had one kidney that was dead, one that was functioning at about 20%, and they wanted to put him on dialysis. So, you know, for me, don't come in and waste my time um, and don't waste your money. You know, I want people to come to the harmonic egg and to the life center that want to heal. Um, obviously he had PTS during Vietnam and he had a lot of issues around the welcome that they uh, came back to. And I guess that, you know, I'm 50, so I don't remember this, but he said, you know, people would were throwing tomatoes at them and they were, they were swearing at them. And that's not the kind of welcome you want to have in your country after you have been out there and, you know, basically almost dying and, you know, your friends have died and you're fighting for our country and you get that kind of welcome. So he had, you know, a lot of anger issues and PTSD. And I told him, I said, you, you need to change your diet. If you're going to heal your kidneys, um, you got to limit the animal proteins. Well, he really liked his chicken wings and fried chicken. And um, so he said, what, whatever, you know, I, I, I don't need to listen to you, little girl. Like, who are you to tell me what I need to do? And I said, well, fine. I said, then don't come back. And I think it was a reverse psychology in some way because (laughs) what I saw was, you're not telling me I can't come back. And I, I, I just got a chuckle out of it. I didn't mean it that way. But he was dedicated. He did everything that I said. Um, and the VA now is wondering how is, how is the dead kidney now um, working again? How is his other kidney functioning at 20%? How is he not on dialysis? Why did his heart grow by a centimeter? Which, why are they even measuring that? And they don't know why he's still alive. It's crazy. And he said even his PTSD symptoms have really subsided. And he has a more, a softer aura or energy about him when I see him. And, and I'm his sister now, you know, and he's my brother. And we've cried together a lot over the last two years. Wow. I like that story. It's, uh, um, yeah, Vietnam was a real tough one. To to use the word welcome home, it doesn't fit at all. It was the polar opposite of that. Uh, I mean, the 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 challenge of, of going and fighting in a war, period, end of story, anywhere on the planet for any reason, and then coming back and being disowned for it is, I, um, it, I, I, I felt uh, it quite curious that you, talked about every one of the men that survived that had put on so much weight as a perhaps okay. a consequence of that. Um, you know, well, I mean, we were, um, I came up to the center and uh, experienced the egg, and, and before the show we were talking, um, sometimes people have this idea that, you know, if the if a particular modality healed somebody of a particular disease, well, then there should be a hundred percent 
guarantee that uh, they would have the same experience. Can you tell us, um, um, through your experience with uh, thousands of clients, um, how it, uh, healing isn't always a guaranteed sport, if you will? <laughs> of course. So, um, gosh, I can go in so many different directions with this question, but um, I think that I had a doctor who had asked me one time, so are you going to do a controlled study on the harmonic egg? And I said, you know, to me, a controlled study is you have a hundred women that have all been born in the same city of the same parents, have the same diet, the same siblings, the same job, the same boss, the same, everything has to be exactly the same to do a controlled study. And, you know, I just thought it was comical that they call these controlled studies and a controlled study is a three-year-old, a 90-year-old, a male, a female, uh, you know, somebody from California, somebody from New York. You know, it's just really hard. Everybody has their own experiences. Everybody processes processes things differently. And so, no, uh, if somebody were to come in with, um, say, COPD, and which this is one example, a lady came in with COPD and she had told, been told by a friend that their COPD was helped. And now I have to say this in this part of the, the show that we can't make any claims. Um, you know, the FDA that we have is, is very strict on that. So we don't make any claims or guarantees. But she comes in and she said, well, my friend was, you know, it helped her COPD. So I wanted to help mine. And she calls me the next day and she says, well, I, uh, it didn't help my COPD, but my back pain's gone. And she was mad. I said, well, I'm, I'm sorry that maybe the body decided that that was a little bit more that, you know, you needed to work on the back pain, maybe to, you know, de-stress. Pain is such a stressful trauma in the body. When people are in pain 24-7, it's so much stress on the body. And so I apologized to her, but I felt like she should be thanking me for not having back pain that she's had for 10 years. <laughs> but she had that, an expectation right. for it to work on one thing. And we never know what the body's going to focus on first or second or third um, with my migraines. Um, I found that it, it, it lowered the intensity and the time frame of the migraines, but it didn't get rid of them right away. And then it got lower and lower. And then I started to get just the optical migraines where I'd lose my vision. Um, and that was happening three or four times a week. And I thought, oh, my gosh, is this the rest of my life? But that's the progression that it took to relieve me of my migraine. And I would have the optical and no pain. But it, they were happening more often. And then all of a sudden, nothing. I haven't had a migraine for probably nine years now. And after 23 years of them, I'm completely grateful. Right. Well, it's um, so it, it's got to be tough on you um, as the um, facilitator of this experience. That um, I mean, if if people are, uh, um, I, you can imagine with disease that people have might have some. Uh, sort of desperation or um, fear, flat out fear that that the mm-hmm. the disease or the pain that they're experiencing is either going to get worse or or endure for the rest of their life. Um, 
how challenging is it for you um, to have people come with come to you? I mean, that's got to take uh, energy out of you to uh, if they don't own their condition, if you will, if if they project on you that, well, damn it, you need to heal me. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, it's exhausting. And so, what what can a client do? to own and not project onto you um, th- this this energetic uh, um, demand, if you will. Um, b- because over time, that's got to be, uh, I mean, a, an unconscious or an unmindful patient, let alone a herd of them, um, can, can be much more taxing to you. What would you say to your clients as far as respecting your space? Mm-hmm. Well, and people unconsciously will do that because they're so desperate, and especially when they get a stage four type of um, diagnosis, and it's very scary. And I, I don't let anybody come into my center and be a victim. So um, when they come in, they say, okay, I have cancer. Okay, great. And they said, did you just say great? And I said, yeah. Now this is an opportunity for you to make some changes. Um, people beat it all the time. I give them hope. And I, I really try to walk them through the process. And I tell them when they get into the egg, because it's a manifestation intention egg, I said, feel what it would feel like in all the cells of your being that you were healthy, that you didn't have to deal with this. Let's raise your vibration above the vibration of the cancer or the herpes or the allergies or the insomnia. Let's raise the vibration above that level. And let's feel what that would feel like when you felt great, when you were at the top of your game. And they do come out, and you can see a difference in their energy field. Um, you can see a difference in their 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 um, their whole being, you know, how they believe that they can heal. Um, and a lot of the times the Western medicine, you know, system is about fear and worst-case scenario. And it does. It scares the crap out of people. So, then when I give them faith and hope, I feel like they, they just energetically pull on, you know, the healers. And the healers have to make sure they, they protect themselves. They have their own sacred space that they go back into to, to have balance and to rejuvenate. But I tell the clients, you know, you need to follow the protocol. Don't jump from one modality to the next, you know, three days in a row, you're going to do three different things or three days or three things in a day. Um, Yes, all these modalities are great. You know, acupuncture is great. Um, Massage is great. But not when you're going to do them all on the same day or in three days' time. I instruct my clients to give it a week, five days to a week, to integrate the energies. Let the body really digest what it received, Um, just like you wouldn't eat breakfast and then eat lunch right after and eat dinner right after, you space that out. You let the body digest the food. Why not digest the energy work? People do not do that. They have me days. So the me day is let's do the egg, Reiki, massage, acupuncture, go to the gym, uh, you know, run 10 miles, and that's their me day. But all they're doing is creating chaos and and craziness in their body. And I've actually seen people die from it. Yeah, well, it's and I I this 
I, I can see how some of them might do that out of desperation if if their condition mm-hmm. is going down Absolutely. and going down and going down. It's like I have to do something here, and um, and and so it can be counterproductive, actually. You know, it is. Um, people have. I mean, our our bodies have an intelligence. Our 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 soul, if you will, has an awareness of of what it needs, what um, uh, what would help it move towards help, and sometimes our mind can can get it in its head that it's a particular thing. I mean, we've talked about how um, any healing modality really um, isn't a guaranteed um, effect every single time with every single person. What really struck me about um, the egg with you is um, how intentional you were with it. When I came up to visit, I, uh, I asked quite a few questions about how the egg came about and um, the intention that you had from beginning to end in the creation of this egg was quite evident that um, you were mindful about the geometric shape, about um the 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 Tesla uh, mathematics to it and whatnot. Um, let's talk uh, about being discerning about a particular modality. Uh, when we were up there, we were talking about um, like um, healing fairs or energy fairs. And I know for myself, um, my backgrounds in electricity and high power, um, RF. Uh, I went to one uh, healing expo, and this guy had uh, is basically a spark gap generator, and and those are really noisy, in in that they're basically um, high energy static across a very broad frequency range, and I'm standing in his booth, and I'm checking into my body, and my body's like. Oh hell no! Can we get out of here right now? I don't want to even go any closer to this contraption. And he was peddling it like it was the best Kool Aid there was on the planet. Um, what would you, what would you say to, um, to people when they when they go to look for modalities as far as um, how to be discerning or perhaps how to check into their their persona as to whether something's right or not for them. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, and I and I hope I've done the world justice. You know, I, I'm really proud that I was able to hear this and and feel this and bring this to the planet. And I've had so many people tell me, "How did you do this?" Because I mean, I've had some airy fairy people tell me this shouldn't have been on the planet for another hundred years. How did you bring it through now? And I feel like every inch of that egg had intention from the the, the type of wood to the type of chair, to the type of light, to the type of music. And I think everything had intention. And I think each technology is an extension of its creator, of its inventor. So I would instruct people to look at, if they can, who's the inventor, read up on it, feel into it, feel into your body. You know, how does it feel? Do you have a, a weird feeling in your stomach? Even if your friend had great success with it, Maybe it's not for you. Um, you know, everybody's different. And I've had people tell me they've had dreams about the egg. They've had dreams about me 
or they uh, just popped online and some strange ad popped up about an egg and they thought about the egg and then they saw the egg. And I don't do any marketing or advertising for the most part. Uh, People find it if they need it. I've had people come to me and say, I heard about it from my friend in Rhode Island. I'm in Colorado. I don't think there's any accidents. I think if you pay attention and you listen to the messages that are coming into your body, you'll get the hit, whether it's going to be good for you or not. And I I have a a teacher slash friend that I work with who is very famous um, in, in the world of metaphysics. And she's always asked, you know, hey, come check out my machine. Come out, check. Come check out my technology. Tell me what you think about it. And she will literally walk into the room sometimes and say, "Don't you dare put that power button on. I don't want to be around that thing." And right. and like you said, with your experience, your body was like, "Let's get the heck out of here because this isn't good for us." But yet they're marketing it like it's the best thing since sliced bread. Right. And so you know, I just I can only hope that I have created a modality that is helping everyone that goes in it in some way, shape, or form. I've had healers, channelers, uh, dowsers, pendulum experts all check it because I said, I am not putting this out to the world if it's going to hurt people. And it's checked out well, and we keep checking in with it because, you know, the, the earth is changing, our consciousness is changing, the egg itself is changing, it has a consciousness it keeps growing, and so I feel like the right people are, are coming to the center that need it, and you really need to you check in with yourself before you do any of these modalities. Well, now that you've hatched this modality, pardon the pun, into the, into <laughs> the world, um, let's uh, take a, a a step sideways and look at the the business of an egg because I know you're uh, I don't know if you're doing franchising or not I'm I'm basically asking about um, because uh, I I see on social media that there there's eggs being produced and um, they're getting installed around the country and just share with us. Like if if I have a health and wellness center somewhere, um, can the egg modality be something I complement my services with? Just just talk about the business side of it for a minute. Mm-hmm. So we have now 13 centers open from California to Georgia. We sold Pittsburgh. They'll open in May. Uh, so I feel like throughout you know across the United States, um, eggs are finding their way to nest into the right hands, I hope. Um, I'm the guardian, I'm the facilitator, and I feel like because the eggs have their own consciousness, they're finding the right owners, and I just have to, you know, facilitate that and organize it. And I I just had a doctor call me from Asheville, North Carolina, two days ago, and uh, he wants to get an egg for his practice. And, um, you know, I, I interview them, you know, ask them some questions, and he was super cute. He said, I really need to sit and make sure that the egg wants to be here. And I love that because I feel like I haven't created a franchise model. I've created a family. I've created a family of egg owners 
We have owner calls every six to eight weeks. Um, I'm supporting them, um, you know, helping them grow their business, helping them with their marketing and, and sharing with them what has worked for me. So we're opening a center soon. They'll open, I think, next week. They're all trained in Westlake Village. And um, it's out in the L.A. area. So we were talking the other day about their membership package. And, uh, you know, we might call it an athletic membership package where, you know, Ath might want to come in twice a month for an egg session. She might have a celebrity, you know, membership package. And so I try to help them work with their demographics and, and, and share with them what's worked for me. But all the owners are so sweet and so lovely, and they, they're there to, to serve people. And, and, I, and I tell people, if, if you're just in it for the money, don't do it. But if you're in it to serve people and to give people a better quality of life and some hope that their body can heal itself, then you'll be a good egg owner. And, and so I didn't think it was going to take off as quickly as it did in two and a half years we have are already 13 centers open um my manufacturers are happy um people in those areas are happy i'm happy and i'm just i'm just really proud of the the work that the eggs are doing well uh, i think you should be be uh from my perspective uh how mindful and intentional you were with this i mean intention and focus is a very, very powerful attribute to any human persona, and you've taken that and wielded it very uh, um, intentionally, and um, I think the the results are a, a, a testament to that um, careful guardedness, if you will, about is this the right thing, is this the right thing, is this the right thing, throughout the whole process of its creation. So um, we have about uh, 10 minutes left or so. Um, I want to take a step back and talk about the book. Um, Give us uh, an overview of what the book's about and, and why you wrote it. (laughs) Well, I wanted it to be um, by an anonymous author. I really did. Um, I don't know if anybody, probably some of your audience knows Regina Meredith from Gaia TV. Um, She and I are friends and have had quite a few lunches and dinners with her. And um, she wrote a book. And uh, I knew that as busy as I am with the center, we see eight to 10, 11 people a day, five days a week. Then I was helping the center owners with their, you know, eggs. And then I have a horse and I have a life that I'm trying to live. I have a house. And, and so I thought, I'm there, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to write a book. So I asked Regina, I said, if you were going to have somebody help you to motivate you and make sure you got the book out, you know, who would that be? And she said, you know, Sandy Sedgbeer for sure. And, uh, and Sandy's a radio show host and an author and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and so uh, Sandy was here. She's from England. And she was here in Denver. And I, after a year of working on the book with her, I finally met her. And, wow, she said this was probably the most important book that she's ever worked on in her life. And she's, uh, you know, hopefully she doesn't listen to this because I think she's in her 60s. So, <laughs> It's like, um, hopefully that's about right. And um, 
And I, wow, that was really humbling for me because I said, why? And she said, because it's helping so many people and that you had to get your message out. And I wanted it to be anonymous. And she said, Gail, you can't make it from an anonymous author. How are you going to do radio shows and speaking engagements and TV interviews and blah, 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 if it's anonymous? I said, well, I don't, don't right. want it to be about me. I, want, I, I felt like the eggs had a message, and I was the one that was going to put their message out, but I didn't want it to be about me. And, you know, being in Hollywood, I know that people get into movies when you develop the characters, and the character development is so important for people to really get put themselves into the movie. And so, you know, there's some things in the book that I revealed to be vulnerable, to talk about myself, and to let people know that, you know, that I came from humble beginnings. I came from Detroit, blue-collar environment, and, uh, you know, a lot of challenges, a lot of trauma. And I was able to bring this modality through, this technology through. And so I wanted to share that um, because Sandy convinced me it was important for people to know the character of me to then get into the egg. And then we talk about sound therapy, light therapy, color therapy, and we have credible examples in the book to the efficacy of this modality and, and how it can work. And I feel like with the egg, you know, we're combining sound and light together in a resonant chamber. I think it just amplifies, you know, the science of sound separate from the science of light and color separate it brings it together and it's way more powerful. So we share that. And then we share practical things. Not everybody's going to have the money or be in a location to go to a harmonic egg. So we shared practical things you can do at home, um, you know, with light therapy, with color therapy, with, you know, foods, clothing, you know, different colors of jewelry you could even wear. And, um, and then I tried to make the message that, you know, to be discerning, you know, your body is your temple. And if you're going to trust somebody or something to heal you, you really should know who they are, what they're about, and do your homework, do your due diligence, be discerning. So I know hopefully, I know you read the book, hopefully I, you know, covered those things because that was really the intention. I wanted to be inspirational and I wanted it to, to really have a strong message for people to, uh, for their own healing. Well, I I think you certainly did that, but as I hear you talk, um, what you you didn't perhaps focus on quite bluntly and directly was the, the transformation of you. I mean, you, you you're very forthcoming in the book about your your upbringing and you, and you give a, a a view of your life that. Um, has quite a few challenges to it, and yet you have burst, if you will, or laid this this egg of uh, opportunity that, um, I mean, you filled a void in the sense that this type of uh, healing modality uh, it hasn't. I I haven't seen it as a as a prominent um, healing modality, and here you have brought it to life, so to speak. So I think your book, just to give you feedback, your book is 
can be a very inspirational example because in the in the transformation of our human condition, I know that's a mouthful. There's going to be a lot of people that that come from um, very challenging uh, upbringing, and their life path is going to ask them to do uncommon things. I mean, really transformational things that perhaps don't have an example in 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 the history of our human. Um, mythology and what I'm getting at here is um, your book is an example of of you um, transcending if you will your environment and trusting the inspiration and and using that intention and focus Um, that's the story in and of itself and it perhaps has a lot of value, even though um, the value isn't directly related to the egg, the story of your life is is a very inspirational story. So I kudos to to you for really the path that you've walked in this lifetime and you've shown up for yourself and you've trusted that inspiration. You've trusted that um, intuition and we and the results are self-evident. We've been talking about it this whole show, so kudos to you. Well, thank you. I'm very humbled by that. Um, I don't know what to say, but just thank you. Um, it's it's been a journey. It's been a, a life, um, and I feel like part of my healing has been the egg, and you know, me remembering in the prototype egg being born. And, and verifying that with my mom and dad before they passed away, that that was really true and accurate. Um, lots of things have cleared. Lots of trauma from myself have cleared, um, you, you know, with the egg. And it's just been a blessing. And I, I just, I call them the girls, but I love the girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, we've talked about healing modalities don't, uh ensure or guarantee anything in the sense. But uh, give us some some examples of how the egg has helped your clients in expected and perhaps unexpected ways. I mean, um, perhaps the diversity of effect is what I'm looking for here. The diversity of the fact. Well, let's see. Um, I've had, and, and I think what I understand you're saying is to give you some examples of different conditions. Right. Um, yes. People being afraid to fly on the plane. I had a, an athlete that was going from, a, you know, flight to flight, uh, different cities for championships, you know, uh, weightlifting and stuff like that. And she would have to take Dramamine to get on a plane. And surprisingly enough to her, it got rid of her fear of flying. And it, it helped so much with her endurance that she won um, a lifting championship in another state that she went to. Um, so I've had anywhere from athletes come in for um, that were doing the Ironman. I've had some of the Denver Broncos come in. Um, then the PTSD, insomnia, you know, allergies, grief um, from different traumas. Oh, gosh. I mean... Ichthyosis. I never heard of some of the 
diseases people have come in with before. We have great success with Epstein-Barr virus, Lyme disease, um, gosh, uh, migraines, people just having general type stress. Um, We're seeing people with structural issues, developmental issues. We have, um, geez, you know, I really can go A to Z with this, Um, Down syndrome. We had a book signing the other day, and a Down syndrome girl was in, and um, her mom brought her in. She was in her arms, and she seemed a little intimidated by the crowd. So I, I, I noticed that immediately, and I said, come on, let's go see the egg. Well, she'd never seen the egg. And uh, we go into the egg, and she was kicking her boots off. She was flinging her coat off. She couldn't get in the egg fast enough. And for me, that's a testimonial, that's a testament to what I've created when a little five or six-year-old Down syndrome girl is so attracted to it, she can't get her, you know, boots and coat off fast enough to get in there. It was the highlight of my night for the book signing. So it just right. ranges. There's there's just a range of so many different things. I think the body doesn't know disease by name, and we all have trauma, emotional, physical, and environmental that can be cleared, you know, with sound and light because we're sound and light beings. Right. Well, and, and again, every single person, every single time should check into their body about whether a, a modality is right or not. And um, I, I like you sharing the, um, how broad of a, an effect it is because, I mean, I, I paid attention uh, a lot to, to, my experience with the egg and I felt like um, it, it's like a multiple modality effect on your psyche because like I said in the beginning stress has a way of impacting us on so many different levels and um, I felt like the egg was um, the effect had a, a kind of a full persona effect, and um, that's not a that's not a very common attribute for a modality. So kudos to you. Now um, we're almost out of time, but I want to make sure our listeners understand you, Gail. Now we've talked about the ache for a while, but you've talked about thousands of clients over the years. Share with us your whole modality. Um, what services you offer, obviously the egg, and um, any other modalities that you offer clients, and also about your book. So, so give us the whole picture here. <laughs> well, I think we painted quite a quite a picture, but um, I feel like you know people try to be the jack of all trades, and I feel like I'm the master of one. I am the master of the sound and light therapy the harmonic egg in a resonant chamber. So, you know, we use frequency, vibration, sound waves, and light waves. We don't do anything else at the center. We do refer out. I'd say 50 to 60% of our clients are healers. They're acupuncturists. They're DOs. They're MDs. They're naturopathic doctors. They're psychologists. They're chiropractors. And so we have a whole load of business cards that we refer out because some people will come into the center and say, I really want to get a massage. You know, I love the egg, but I want some hands-on healing as well. So we have Reiki practitioners we can refer out. 
Um, and I feel like the people that are working on themselves and healing themselves are, are worth referring out to. So we do that. And so we don't do any other modalities there. And, uh, and then the book came out, Unlocking the Ancient Secrets to Healing, and Why Science is Looking at the Past for the Future of Medicine. And we, we talked about that book a little bit. So people can find out about um, me and the, the Life Center and the Harmonic Egg at two websites. One is lifecenter.us and one is harmonicegg.com. And that's, the, that's where you can buy the book as the harmonicegg.com website. And thanks for having me on the show. Well, it's my pleasure. I, um, the compassion you have is quite evident, but also the passion that you have that you've approached uh, the birthing of this egg. Um, um, it's, it's very much a fire within your persona, if you will, about getting it right, about doing it intentionally, about really... Um, checking in with every single step to make sure that um, you're given it um, every opportunity to to be authentic and and effective. And I think the the consequence is quite evident in the testimonials. So I want to thank you for giving birth to the egg and. Also, for sharing this episode with us tonight, it's been a delightful conversation. Thank you for being our guest. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, hopefully everybody has a great night and uh, would look forward to meeting anybody that wants to try out the egg. We've been talking with Gail Lynn, and the topic tonight has been unlocking the ancient secrets to healing and As you've heard, we've been talking about the harmonic ache, which is uh, a healing modality in and of itself. Um, I I always like episodes where people have have honored the the inner impulse, the inner um, inspiration, if you will, and transform their life. And and the consequence, the consequences of that is always a gift to humanity, and Gail is no exception with that. It's uh, when you when you show up for yourself, when you take the time to listen to your body, to listen to your heart, to listen to your soul, and then you take action. You change who you are in your life. You evolve who you are. You change the trajectory of your life. So I want to thank you, the listener, for sharing this episode with us because you're a different person that you showed up for yourself. It's always a pleasure bringing you episodes that uh, give you new opportunities, new ways of growing who you are. I'm your host, Les Jensen. Thanks for joining us tonight. Until next time. This has been a New Human Living Radio broadcast to bring your soul's inspiration into effect and live your life wide open. Check out our host, Les Jensen's latest book, Citizen King, The New Age of Power, at newhumanliving.com. Thanks for listening.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.